Hello, and welcome to another edition of Truth and Rhythm. This is a show that gets deep in the pocket with contemporary music's foremost masters of the groove. I'm your host, Scott Dr. GX Goldfine, musicologist and author of Everything is on the One, the First Guide of Funk. If you don't have your copy, get on over to Amazon and pick one up. You'll be glad you did. Whether you're watching the video version of this show or listening to the audio podcast version on iTunes, I thank you very much for your continued interest and support. Speaking of which, if you have not done so already, please subscribe. If you have subscribed, get friends and family to subscribe, need that support. This episode features the son of funk, R&B, and jazz legend Robert Coolbell. He, of course, of Cool and the Gang, and his son is Hakeem Bell, whose stage name is a disc jockey and recording artist is Prince Hakeem. This is the second of a two-part series featuring both generations of the Bell family, with cool segment having already been posted. The two of them recently respectively lost their mother and wife, Sakina Bell, who had fought a long battle with illness. Truth and Rhythm sends heartfelt condolences out to the entire Bell family. Hakeem, having grown up in a rich musical and funky environment, caught the DJ bug at an early age. He would practice making beats and spinning records with his brothers and cousins and spent summers with music mogul Jermaine Dupree, who himself DJed in his garage and sold tickets for a dollar a pop. Most heavily influenced by the sound of the 1980s and current music, Hakeem has traveled from New York to Tokyo, sharing his passion and spreading his message to celebrate life. Having rubbed elbows with a who's who of upper echelon celebrities and musical heroes, Hakeem toured with Cool and the Gang as a featured rapper, and more recently has been DJing scores of high-profile events. As he continues to build up his following and brand, so too does he continue to expand his musical foundation, including becoming a recording artist in his own right. He recently teamed with vocalist Walter Anderson and other talented musicians on the infectious dance single, royalty. Let's take a look now at the new glossy video that also features Cool and the Gang. We'll be right back after the video for royalty. Like royals do, baby. We do what we want, you know. 
make you my duty Yeah, does that sound as good as you look? You look mighty good I'm a king, so be my queen I never seen you in my city So pro, sing Tell me what to do, baby She said I'm on Follow my lead and not just make way. Hey, oh yeah. Can't be mad, chase that pay pay. Go and get paid, who cares what they say? Follow my lead and not just make way. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Well, I'm a king, so be my queen. I never seen you in my city. Bro, and tell me what to do, babe. She Welcome back to the Truth and Rhythm Studio. That was Prince Hakeem's single, Royalty, with a little help from some famous friends and family. Just ahead, Hakeem provides lots more details on his budding recording career, his DJ endeavors, what it was like growing up in the musical Bell household, the thrills of meeting music superstars, what his famous father is really like, and much more. In boxing, it's all about answering the bell. Here we go a few rounds with Prince Akeem questioning the bell. Enjoy. I'm delighted to welcome to the Truth in Rhythm Mothership, Hakeem Bell, who professionally goes by the name DJ Prince Akeem and is the son of a funk R&B and pop giant and Cool in the Gang leader, Robert Cool Bell, who also was recently on this show. Hakeem, how's it going today? All right, all right, man. All right, everything's good. Good to have you. We're, we're, you're coming from uh, New Jersey today, is that right? Yeah, yeah, live live from New Jersey. Yeah, which, man. Which uh, you're born and raised, right? I was, yeah, I yeah. am. Born and raised in New Jersey, man. It's a lot of good music and uh, a lot of talent out here on the East Coast. Yeah, no doubt. Deep, deep roots out there in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> well, real deep. Well, so, of course, I'm a big uh, Cool in the Gang fan going way back, uh, you know, to awesome. the uh, Jungle Boogie era as well as the JT uh, era. So, uh, you know, really, um, uh, you know, very much admire your dad and uh, very cool to talk to you today. So thanks for coming on. That's awesome, man. My pleasure. Well, of course, my first question we've kind of touched on, which is, you know, we, we know you're from Jersey, but Hakeem, tell me what it was like growing up in that musical household. Oh, uh, yeah, it was, uh, 
pretty inter- inter- interesting, you know. Um, as growing up around lots and music and lots of creative people and and uh, instruments, uh, radio, you know, concerts and all the stuff that uh, definitely one of the reasons why I'm attracted to the music business, you know, growing up with it for sure, you know. Well, some people go the opposite way and some people dive into it. That's been, came up similar to me, you know, but I was one that dove into the entertainment part of the industry, man. So it's really cool. It's really cool. How much were you sort of like insulated from the entertainment world and going to school and stuff like that versus really just kind of being a part of it? Yeah, no, um, I, 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 uh, went to high school, regular public high school, uh, public uh, grade school and junior high school. Went to a private school, Seton Hall Prep, for about two years, but I didn't really dig it, you know. Uh, awesome school, forget about it, awesome school, but uh, it's an all-boys school, and uh, I wanted to go to the local high school in uh, West Orange, so, but, um, yeah, but even during the summers, I would uh, go on the road or go visit my other friend, uh, Jermaine Dupree, who lives in Atlanta, big singer-songwriter. And uh, when I go visit him at his house, he'll be doing music, DJing, and, you know, now he's uh, got inducted to the Songwriters Hall of Fame. He just went in, you know, this is my buddy. So, like I said, if I wasn't home in Jersey with music, I'd be in Atlanta or California surrounded with music, having fun growing up in this business, you know? Was it uh, sort of like other uh, people in the group were like uncles and things like that? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Uh, right now, there's two uncles in the band. One uncle who does is a lighting director, and he went on to do lights for everyone from Patti LaBelle to New Edition. Luther Vandross, Anita Baker, Rocky Bell, Waheed Bell, um, and my uncle Ronald Bell, my dad's brother, they both co-founded the band Cool in the Gang. And my uncle was a producer and musician and wrote a lot of those horn parts and songs and records, you know. So, yeah, I grew up uh, in his studio as well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, what about the other guys in the band, though? I mean, they're probably sort of like an extended family almost, too, right? Absolutely, man. Yeah, it's just one big family, man. You're right. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I just saw JT and his family. It's been a while, and, and that was pretty cool. And uh, his son, his wife, you know, first time meeting his son, so that was really cool. Yeah, but we're just, it's always been like that. You know, I'm sure it's like that with all the bands, you know, they're around each other so much that their family kind of kind of all grow up together and just, uh, you know, and just become one big family, man. So, yeah, absolutely. So who are some of the um, guys growing up that you got to spend time with or meet, you know, celebrity or musician wise that was just kind of, you know, a thrill for you? Oh, Michael Jackson, man. I met Michael. That was insane, man, you know. Uh, Stevie Wonder. 
<laughs> you know, these geniuses, these giants. I mean, Stevie Wonder is like God, you know. You get nervous. Janet Jackson, <laughs> you know. Uh, so many people, man, you know. Some I can't even remember, you know. Van Halen, <laughs> Eddie Van Halen. Are you serious? Oh, man. Yeah, man. Bon Jovi, Hall of Notes. Yeah, people like that. <laughs> and much more, man. I'm just giving you the 80s lineup. I got a 90s lineup. I got all types of lineups. So growing up in that atmosphere, you know, did you uh, embrace sort of that, uh, what you, you know, what would be called now old school music versus, you know, the stuff that people your age are listening to? How'd you balance that? I mean, you know, I have two ears, man, and a heart. And what I hear goes in. And if I like it, I like it, man. It's just music, man. You know, it's not that deep, man. If I like a song, I like an artist, or I just like it, man, whether it's Bon Jovi to James Brown to Herbie Hancock to uh, Celine Dion, you know, Sting. Mm -hmm. I love all this stuff, man. It's just music to me, you know. So I don't really get into all the, you know, some of the trap music that's, pushing pop culture today is some of it's funky as heck man it's just grooving and music has to evolve it has to evolve the new generation comes along and laptops internet is was pushing the new millennium new generation to create this music because it went from live instrumentation to computers to programs where it doesn't take much to come up with a cool groove, especially if you know something about something, you can easily come up with some cool stuff, you know? And um, so I prefer, you know, that 80s music. If I had to pick a genre, I mean, an era that's like incredible, it would say 80s, you know, cause those songs are just live forever. I don't know if these songs today are going to live forever. That would be interesting, you know. You know, I don't know. That's the test, if, if, how long that song can last, you know. All those bands I just named, from Stevie to Cool in the Gang to Earth, Wind & Fire, we're still jamming to these songs right now, you know. Yeah, and, and, so, and so many of them also were either sampled or interpolated for newer songs, too. That's true, too. That's true, yeah. So, especially in the 90s, sampling was big. You're right. You're right. But now they're not doing much sampling, but they are kind of remaking songs or taking the verse or hook of a song but put it to a new beat, you know? But they'll take the, you know, so a lot of cool stuff going on, man. But, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, it keeps coming around. I don't know if you've heard... Ice Cube's new song is like a funkadelic, so. I saw that. I yeah. saw that. You know, he's, Ice Cube's the man. Yeah, I saw that, though. Yeah, good stuff, Cube. I love it. And I really like what Bruno Mars is doing. Um, now, he's giving it to you, 80s, 90s. 
and his swag is just on 10,000. So, and he's one of the biggest artists in the world. So there's proof that that good music still works, you know. Some good bands out there, man. Did you actually end up doing any, you know, roadie type kind of work with, uh, you know, uh, Cool and the Gang or what, you know, what types of no. uh, functions did you do related to the group? So I was a hype man slash rapper, I would say. You know what I'm saying? When I come out, I turn up, I get the whole show turned up and get the crowd going crazy and just uh, take it up another notch. You know what I mean? With my with my energy, and that's what they really love, you know. And the people go crazy and start rapping on Jungle Boogie, and uh, and just getting the crowd hype on Celebration. And it's just a good thing; it blends right in. People are like, wow, that fits so perfectly. Well, yeah, because the '90s again sampled this, and it made it cool for hip hop to be on top of some of these songs, you know. So it all makes sense. How old were you when you first went on stage to do that? Wow. Uh, 20, when I started with Cool in the Gang. Yeah, around 20 years old, I think, with Cool in the Gang. But I feel like I've been on stage <laughs> at one point in like my whole, my whole life, it feels like, you know. Yeah, because I did 10 years with Cool in the Gang. I, I still do it here and there. Not as much because I'm busy DJing and I'm creating my own album now and I have a single out now called Royalty that's doing very well. So, uh, but I still, I still do dates with uh, Cool and the Gang here and there. Were you uh, nervous first time on stage? Were you just so pumped yeah. it didn't matter? Yeah, you know, I was confident, pretty confident. And I had practice with other bands I was in and um, so I, I have practice, you know, but I was pretty confident, you know, but yeah, you always get nervous. Right before you go on, you get that little, like, oh, shit. Yeah, but uh, it goes, once you grab that mic and wave your hands from side to side, forget about it. And once you see the people react, it's like, whoa, I'm gone, man. Yeah. Some cool footage of me on YouTube, Prince Hakeem, uh, Jungle Boogie. Check it out. There you go. Definitely have to check that out. Yeah, check it out. It's dope. <laughs> well, you know, you, you know Hakeem, you're talking to a fellow DJ here. That's how I came up as a disc jockey in Los Angeles, clubs, and a ton of mobile work, all kinds of different events. And so, um, yeah, um, I got out of it some time ago, but I did it for, you know, 15 years at least. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I miss yeah. my 1,200 turntables and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good stuff, man. I see all the records behind you. Yeah, well, music is, uh, man, I'm sure you feel it too. It's just so important in life. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the pulse, man. It's the beat, you know. It's the beat of life, man. So can't live without. T tell me a little bit more about that uh, song "Royalty." So you got um, it's Walt Anderson singing on it. Is that right? Yeah, Walt Anderson from Philly, talented singer songwriter from Philly, and um, we got together and created this jam. Man, it sounds great. 
It is good. Yeah, I've heard. I've, I've saw the video too. It's very cool. And then you got uh, your dad's in the video. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, DT, the, the cool in the gang horn section, is in the video. Me and Walt having fun, and uh, man, it just feels so good. And it's just refreshing, you know. That's what people saying. Wow, it's so refreshing, you know. You love it, man. So we're tell, looking tell, for that video to do some big things. Tell, tell me a little bit about how that song came together, though, Akeem. How, you know, how far back did you start working on it? How did it come together? Yeah, Rotio, the idea I had, because I'm always writing down ideas that come in my head. I'll write them down in my phone or whatever. And I had this idea that when I make my album, my first record, I want to call Royalty. So I always had that idea, you know, because I'm the Prince Hakeem DJ. So, um, so we, I, I started working on the track and, you know, slowly. Then when I got it to a place that I thought was funky and felt great, I um, started writing down my ideas and I got with Walter Anderson. We collaborated. He heard some of my ideas, some of my melodies that I was singing to it. And uh, he started writing a song to it, man. And uh, he also sang the song, which is, uh, which is him, you know, which is dope. So I got to produce it and DJ it. He's the singer featuring Walt Anderson. And uh, yeah, yeah, feels good. Can't wait to perform that live. So are you get what kind of action are, are you getting with that song in terms of just the, the song and also the the, the new video? Good, uh, good. Good stuff, man. Good action. Series XM added it to their station, the R&B station. The Music Choice added it to their R&B channel. Uh, Donnie Simpson played it yesterday down at uh, his radio And uh, that was awesome. Donnie Simpson sitting with Donnie playing my record. Woo! And he loved it. That was that Magic 102.3 in uh, D.C. So... Uh, yeah, it's getting it's doing great. And not not too not too shabby. I mean, you can have uh, you know, Cool in the Gang sort of as your backup band. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too bad, right? Not too bad, man. Yeah, you're right about that. Cause, uh, so those horns so, that they laid it sounds great. And you're gonna do a, a a full album, you think? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh. Well, an EP, three to four songs. And uh, that's how I'm going to start out with three to four songs uh, per year and then uh, take it from there, you know? Yeah. When, yeah. when do you think we might see that? That's a good question. Um, hmm. uh, definitely the first quarter of uh, 2019. Yeah. Yeah. And what about in terms of any live performances of the song or TV appearances or? Yeah, we have uh, Fox TV in DC coming up, the morning show. That's going to be pretty cool. And uh, yeah, we'll see what else, you know, comes up as we continue to move forward, you know. Back to the uh, DJing a little bit. Um, now, I have gigs coming up. Uh, DJing uh, with coming up soon. Oh, yeah, a lot of gigs uh, at Sony Hall in New York City with uh, Prince's band and New Power Generation. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, I have a, 
show with Brian McKnight coming up. And uh, I'll be spinning my song. Absolutely. And I think you've also, I saw you, you, you've uh, done uh, some gigs with uh, George Clinton, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did George. And that was a funky night. I mean, wow. That's the king of funk there, man. Woo. Let me tell you. It's hard to get him off the stage once he gets going. But yeah, that was beautiful, George. And uh, Genuine. and Just staying busy, you know. Staying busy. I have a private party coming up in uh, Carnegie Hall in New York City and a lot of cool stuff happening. I want to ask you though, what what uh, skills today do you think make for you know a top level DJ? Uh, yeah, I would just have to hear what they're doing, but I think uh, good mixing, good transitions, good song choices, you know, um, you know, having enough song transition choices to last a few hours and um can be challenging you know it's not easy but with practice you can do it you know and uh, studying the greats that came before you and uh really absorb and listen to a lot of music and know the songs that you're playing as much as possible when a breakdown may come that's when a good time to mix another song in when a transition may come so if you know the songs you're studying the songs you know them. So when you're DJing, then you say, okay, the bam, 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 bam. Next song, boom. You know? Are you still uh, spinning uh, vinyl or just uh, CDs or, or digital files or what? Yeah, I do it all. But but uh, the CDJs, and I have a controller, Pioneer makes, and uh, most of my catalog, over 3,000 songs, is in my laptop and my hard drive. Definitely not carrying 3,000 records around. <laughs> not that I need that many for a party, but uh, yeah. But vinyl is fun. Yep. I have a record player home. And I'm about to get that new, uh, there's a new uh, 1200 coming out with no, with no, uh, but you don't have to put a needle on it. It's just a record. It plays your iTunes. The 1200. It's awesome with no needle. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I still, I still have some uh, compressed uh, vertebrae from uh, lugging those record crates around when I was teaching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry to hear that, man. Yeah. Oh my god. So sorry up to, to this that. point, Hakeem, what would you say you're most uh, uh, proud of accomplishing, and what do you really hope to eventually accomplish? So I'm proud where I am as a DJ. I really am, man. Um, you know, I'm, although I DJed as a teenager, professionally, it's been four years. And, uh, man, I've came a long way in four years, man. You know, I've DJed for Mr. Bill, President Bill Clinton. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, like, it's amazing. I've been at Carnegie Hall. Um and just so much, so much stuff. Uh, Tory Burch, private party. So as a DJ, I've done some incredible. And I'm just getting started, man. And now I'm putting out music. And, and for it to be received so well, it just feels good, man. It's an accomplishment, you know, for people to like an idea that you had, that you started with your team, man. But, you know, you were a part of this idea, you, you know, the inception of it and... um 
wasn't just me that made it happen. Takes a team, takes Walt Anderson and my bass player, Sean Bass, who played the bass, the funkiest baseline ever in royalty, you know. So I might have the idea and the concept, but I need people to execute it, you know, because I don't play the bass like that. <laughs> so it takes a team, the engineer who engineered it and mixed it, the guy who mastered it, Chris Barringer, Grammy Award winning mastering guy, he mastered my song, you know, it's like, what? Uh, they have Cooling Gang on it. It's my family, yeah, but it's honor. It's it's if it wasn't my family, you know, just thinking like, you know, as a, you know, they wasn't my family. I got them on my record. That's like genius and, you know, uh, it's incredible, man. I'm just grateful, you know. So all that to me is a success, man. You know, I want the number one song, of course, but I have a long way to go for that. And uh, you need some major money dollars to get that number one spot. But I'm coming, baby. I'm on my way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got it. I gotta ask, you know, in all those years I DJed, I have a lot of memories of things that didn't quite go right or the way I would like them to have gone. So I gotta ask you, have you encountered anything like that yet where you've like, you know, run into a power issue or something happened with a with one of your music files or whatever? Has there been anything that's come up where you're like, oh man, you know, usually you overcome it one way or another, but has anything unexpected or happened like that to you yet? Uh, well, the new controllers and computers, there's always possible chance of crashing. <laughs> and I've had a crash or two during the set, and that's not cute, man. You know, so, yeah, that's pretty, uh, yeah, you know, feel like, what happened? What's going on? The DJ sucks. <laughs> hey, DJ, what's going on? Yeah. You know, like my computer just crashed. So nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I was doing a, a, a an event on a boat, a, a cruise ship once, and they lost power to the entire boat. So, Ooh. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Dude. So for about an hour it was dark, and of course and the it was... love boat, and definitely the love boat. Huh? <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So, so, um, Hakeem, we've talked about all these great things and benefits that you've had and experiences, you know, uh, being, um, you know, part of the Cool and the Gang family and the Bell family. Um, but what would you say, you know, are the pros and cons of being, you know, the, the child of a famous person, in this case, you know, musician? Um. The cons, um, I don't know, there's too many cons, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what, what's not to like, man? Shit. Could have turned out a totally different way, let me tell you, man. And the universe chose me to to be a part of this family. And, you know, I didn't choose it, just who I am. So don't blame me, blame God, man. But uh, the cons, you know, well, I would say if I had to say something, because I like to stay positive, but um, but it's it's everyone kind of goes through this, not just uh, kids, you know, that come from uh, popular families, but no, not knowing who's really genuine. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you may think someone was genuine and as you grow up and you mature and wise more like damn that person really only hung out with me because of such and such or 
or just wanted to use me to get to the next step, you know. It's a lot of stuff like that, you know. But like I said, everyone probably goes to stuff like that. But, yeah, I would say just not really knowing who's really, you know, got your back and really your friend, as they would say, you know. That's yeah. kind of like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who has the true motives? Yeah. Yeah, the motives, man. Who has the true motives? Uh, because everyone's fascinated with this idea, right? <laughs> you know, so everyone wants to be a part of it. You know, so hey, shit, Hakeem, he's in it. It's family. If I connect with him and get in that, then I can maybe I can meet somebody. You know, and I, this stuff has happened. You know, a lot of people I may have helped uh, connect the dots for just. Just being friendly, cool, you know, but they had other alternatives, man, and other motives, man. So, like, huh? So, other than that, yeah, overall, that's pretty much, you know, even with family and just, you know, stuff like that, where people being jealous of you, you know, um, you know, that can be challenging too, you know what I mean? People hating on you, being jealous, or just upset that they're not. I don't know like who you are, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's always some downsides, but overall, it's a charmed life. Am I right? The pros, man, is to get to meet <laughs> Michael Jackson, man, and hang out with Mike and, and be going tour and, uh, you know, see this thing firsthand, you know, and, and meet some cool people and, and be a part of the industry, man. Let me, let me ask you, um, what is your dad really like? So he's he's a he's a chill guy, man. He's really a chill. They gave him the right name, cool, because he's a cool cat, man. I guess some of his coolness may have rubbed off on me, I guess. But he's because he said he said the same thing about me. A real chill guy, but he's he's a lawyer guy. He's a lawyer man, man. You know, if I learned anything. Aside from the entertainment business, it would be uh, how loyal he is to uh, his friends, man, and just people, period, you know. He's a loyal guy, man. That's uh, that's rare in the music industry for people to be loyal. So he'll he'll, he'll stick with you, man. Sometimes, damn, why are you even dealing with these people? Or how could you even, you know what I mean? I don't know. You know, I guess if he starts out with you or something, he's just a loyal guy, man. So, so that when you were growing up, if you ever got him a little bit mad, it must have been oh, something pretty bad, right? Well, that side too. As a father, yeah, discipline, yeah. You didn't want to get, you didn't want to get cool mad, you know, because he will lose his cool. <laughs> and oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. And he does that, man. You better go running. You better go running. Oh, boy. Yeah, because it can get rough. But I haven't experienced that side of him too much, you know. And what about how badass of a band are they? I mean, you get to hear them in rehearsal and in, you know, ways that, you know, most people have not gotten to hear the group. Um, what can you say about that band? Hard working, man. Hard working. Perfection. They strive for. They practice a lot when they do practice. I'm talking eight hours. You know, man, perfection. 
hungry, talented musicians with a gift, man. Geniuses, a collective of geniuses, man. Yeah. Um, so as far as your musical tastes go when you're DJing it sounds like you mix in a variety of different types of artists or what what types of uh, music and artists do you tend to favor in your DJing so it depends where I'm at depends who's in front of me um, you know so if I'm doing a Tory Burch launch party for her new clothing line uh uh, and uh, I'm going straight 80s, you know. I'm keeping an up-tempo straight 80s and then into some, uh, you know, disco, maybe in 70s and, and keeping it up-tempo, maybe. Then maybe going to the top 40 stuff that's happening. But I'm taking them on a, um, um, a journey musically, you know. I try to take them on a journey, man, and just let them know, you know, where it came from, man, where it went, and, and mix it all in, you know. So... It, that's when I really, really get to have fun DJing when I can really play what I want. You know what I mean? They give me a frame, but I can, you know, play what I want. And uh, man, because there's so much music out there. I'm like, wow, are you kidding me? I get to curate the music for the next few hours and I can play what I want. That's an awesome feeling for me, man. Well, you know, you know, that's an awesome feeling, man. And then get the response and people are digging it like you, you know, forget about it. No, no better feeling in the world, man. I'm so blessed. Well, for me, what really made it fulfilling for me was, you know, I just love music so much. I love sharing what I think is music people enjoy. And since I can't sing, you know, DJing was perfect for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for all the shower singers out there, go DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to be careful not to sing along with the records too much because then it would, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 I could dig it. So, Akeem, uh, before we uh, part ways, is there any other um, messages or news you want to get out to viewers or fans? And, you know, for sure, let them know how they can, you know, follow what you're doing. Absolutely. So, please go to my website, djprincehakeem.com. H-A-K-I-M, PrinceHakeem.com. And I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook, I'm Prince Hakeem, Drop the DJ. And uh, Google, you know, and uh, I would love for you guys to check out my new single, Royalty, featuring Walt Anderson, and check out the music video. We spent a lot of money on it, <laughs> and we had fun. And the music is gonna make you feel amazing, I guarantee you. If it doesn't, leave a comment on YouTube saying this sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but I doubt it, you're gonna love it, man, because it just, it feels good, you know? It's real, really good stuff, so. Thank you, man, all at me. Hey, great. Thank you so much, I appreciate you spending the time. I wish you great continued success, Akeem. Thank you, bro. Hey, welcome back here to Truth and Rhythm's home base. Could you imagine what it would be like growing up in such a rich and famous musical family, exposed to places, people, experiences most of us can only dream of? More power to him, I say, and it was comforting to find Hakeem to be well-grounded and eager to prove himself on his own terms and merits. I'm sure Papa Cool must be very proud indeed. Again, thank you to Hakeem for sharing his time with Truth and Rhythm.
And as always, thank you to you, the viewers, for spending your time with Truth and Rhythm and uh, spreading the word. Speaking of which, if you don't already, make sure you subscribe to Truth and Rhythm at the Funkin' Stuff channel on YouTube. That's where Truth and Rhythm resides. And you'll get advanced looks at new shows um, at least 24 hours ahead of the masses for the premieres of new episodes. We'll keep them coming. Tell friends, tell families, we need that support. And also write me, email me at scottg at funkinstuff.net. Let me know what you like about the program, who else you want to see, and just, you know, let it fly. Um, get a lot of queries and emails and feedback, and it's uh, much, much uh, appreciated. And uh, enjoy the interaction. So keep it coming. This is your show. So with that, this is Scott Dr. GX Goldfine as always saying, keep on vibrating to the rhythm of the one.